0: My heart embraced the will of God. My path aligned with His plan. As children of God, we have been given the ability to both attain and enjoy wealth. Hi, my name is Tamara Hill, creator of Lift Off Your Finances, and I'm so excited to invite you to join this very special weekly program to learn more about your finances. This is not an investment series, nor are we focused on making you feel bad about any financial decisions that you've made until this point. Instead, we'll talk about how you can maximize what God has already placed in your hands. Hello and welcome back to Lift Off Your Finances. I'm your hostess, Tamara Hill, and today we're going to continue our final discussion on student loan repayment strategies. I chuckle when I say final because we could talk about this topic forever, right? (laughs) So in the first two um, episodes, we spoke about, number one, the different phases um, that you should consider when you're dealing with student loans, how to navigate the student loan successfully. And so this is the fourth and the final phase that we'll discuss today, which is really those specific repayment strategies. So just very quickly, in phase one, remember we talked about the importance of avoiding student loans in the first place. I mean, if you don't have a student loan, you don't have to get involved (laughs) with all the challenges that you can experience with them. But I realize that that's not always feasible for everyone so if you already have student loans that first phase applies to you too because it's basically saying that if you have student loans try your best not to take on more Um, i've been in an example before where i had student loans for my undergraduate degree but i had the mindset when i went to get my master's degree do not take out any more student loans if you can and i didn't and so that's what i mean by that if you already have loans you don't want to take out more if possible The second phase that we discussed about navigating student loans focused on being very conservative with the loan amount that you take out. So, what this means is that if you do ultimately pray and decide, okay, I'm going to need to have some student loans, be very conservative about how much you'll take out. I emphasize this because, as we mentioned, there's one point estimated to be more than 1.7 trillion dollars in U.S. student loan debt And as an individual, if you look at the collective total of what you can borrow as an undergraduate and what you can borrow in a a graduate program, the total is almost $200,000. I think the exact amount was about $196,000. So knowing that that amount of money is so accessible to everyone, this is why I'm encouraging you in phase two to be really super duper (laughs) conservative with how much money you take out for student loans. Just just take out the minimum that you need and nothing extra. Phase three, we talked about having repayment in mind whenever you do accept that student loan. That's so important because when you get a student loan, particularly a federal unsubsidized student loan, which is one of the more common student loan products, it's so easy to get that loan Basically, you just have to be a U.S. resident or citizen or resident, uh, an active student and not in default with prior student loans. And you have access to that money I mentioned up to one hundred and ninety six thousand dollars total throughout the lifespan of your education. If you go all the way from a bachelor's to a master's to a Ph.D., um, if you go that route. So. What I advised there in phase three, I gave practical tips on how can you really keep repayment at the front of your mind before you even sign the dotted line. And that's important because right now we're living in a time where everyone is hoping that there will be a mass student loan forgiveness effort where the government says this is too much stress on everybody. We should get rid of these student loans and let everybody be free. (laughs) That sounds like a great utopia, but Really, because we've made a commitment to do these student loans. We talked about some biblical examples that says that we should pay what we're supposed to pay. Jesus even said, give the Caesar what's his. You know, when we make these commitments and we're believers in God, we want to keep our word. We want to be people of integrity. So that phase three really leans into focusing on repayment, keeping that repayment in mind. What am I prepared to do to pay these student loans before you ever sign that dotted line. And I believe that even if you take a few minutes to do that, to say, okay, I'm considering taking out $10,000 in student loans. Realistically, what am I gonna do to pay this off early, ideally? You know what, you may decide, I'd rather just bite the bullet now, maybe I'll get 5,000 in student loans and come up with the other five through working extra or something so I don't have to take out so much debt. And that's the whole point of phase three. So I'm so excited about phase four because it really builds on our foundational lift off your finances principles. If you've been listening to me for any period of time on this show, or if you've watched a TV series um, by the same name, lift off your finances, I talk about core lift off your finances principles. And so also on my website, myliftoff.net, I recap these principles frequently because if you can get these principles into your lifestyle into your spirit you will have what you need today and forever to really have financial transformation and sustained financial transformation sustained financial progress and that's what we want we don't want to fluctuate one minute our finances are good the next minute we're stressed you know to the point where it's imbalanced and it's disrupting our sleep and our lifestyle and impacting our family heritage, we don't want that. So that's what Lift Off Your Finances is all about. So as I mentioned, phase four is so exciting to me because it gives us the opportunity to recap some of those core Lift Off Your Finances principles, and we're gonna do that today. So again, if you're just joining me, my name is Tamara Hill, a creator of Lift Off Your Finances. And today, this is our final episode about Final at this time about how you can successfully navigate those student loans. Wow, I I can't think of one person who's not impacted by these student loans in one way or another because you're either considering getting a student loan or you're thinking of how you're going to help someone else finance their education, like your child. You're thinking, am I going to have to get one of the parent loans to help them? or you're already dealing with student loans and thinking, how am I gonna get from underneath these (laughs) student loans? So this is such a relevant topic. And so phase four today, again, focuses on that accelerated repayment strategies. We've talked about the the theories and concepts, but now we're gonna get down to the numbers. How can I eliminate the student loan? And I say an accelerated payment strategy because most student loans have a 10-year term, at least the federal student loans. And so on one hand, it sounds gracious to think, okay, I have 10 years to pay this money back. But again, because student loan products are unlike any other loan that you will encounter, there's so many things that can happen over the course of those 10 years that can prevent you from paying it off in 10 years. So what do I mean? I'll give you a very personal and practical example about my experience with student loans. As I mentioned in the prior episodes, I took out $15,000. I thought that was pretty conservative at the time to pay for school. And um, compared to what I'm reading in the media with people having 70,000, 80,000, 100,000 dollars plus in student loans, I guess it was pretty conservative. But when it came time to pay it, it was hard. And so keep in mind, it takes 10 years is what they estimate typically with a student loan to pay it off. Well, it took me 11, and this was the irony of that. I borrowed $15,000, and 11 years later, it looked like I only paid about $1,500, because I think the balance was about 13,500. Listen to that, that's over an 11-year period, and I did make payments for the bulk of that time. My original loan amount was $15,000, and 11 years later, after making payments, Stressing, sacrificing in some cases i- I still had a balance of thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. I was like, "How on earth did this happen? Well, you know what? I'm using a specific number, but I think many of you can relate to this. so let's talk about how does this happen. They tell you you need to finish these student loans within ten years, and this is why I'm advocating for for you through lift off your finances that if you do have a student loan, make it your primary aim to pay that off early, because here's how uh, the situation I encountered happens. So when I graduated with this $15,000 in student loan debt, I believe the payment was about $250. My first job was not very um, high paying right out of school, and so with the cost of having an apartment, a car, figuring out my own personal budgeting, just living as an adult on my own, 250 dollars was a lot and so it was hard for me to make those payments so the first year i applied for a hardship my student loan lender they were happy to do that that meant i had one year with no payments but guess what that one year that i wasn't making payments the interest was still accruing this is how this loan was not going down once the hardship was over i was paying that 250 dollars for many years so I was paying it probably for about five years and then I decided to get my master's degree. Well, thank goodness I did not take on a student loan there, but when you go to school, if you have a federal student loan, an subsidized federal student loan, they automatically go into deferment when you enroll in college. So, you know, I thought, well, that helps because I'm already trying to make payments, but again, when those student loans are in a deferment period, you are still accruing interest. So that went on for three and a half years. And then when I finished, I thought, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to consolidate my loans and that'll make my payment less. That made my payments about half. So maybe one hundred and twenty five dollars. So I did that for a few years. So 11 years passed and I thought, well, between the payments I made initially and then the payments with the consolidation, you know, surely I've made a dent. Well, it was 11 years later and it looked like I'd only paid $1,500 on those loans. And I know I paid much more into that. So this is what I'm saying about advocating that you accelerate your student loan payment strategy. Whatever it is, don't just say, well, I have 10 years. I want you to go into it thinking, how can I knock that loan out in half the time, five years? How can I knock it out in two years? whatever your vision is. And so that is the first step in repaying these student loans is to develop a strategy. So let's talk about that. The first thing, and again, as we go through these different tips, I'm gonna share or reiterate our lift off your finances principles as we go along. The first thing I want you to do if you're thinking about these student loan repayment strategies and how to accelerate your efforts, how to make them faster, meaning, I'm not gonna wait 10 years to pay off my student loans. How can I pay it off faster? That's a realistic goal. Um, And so the first thing I I recommend is that you pray. You hear me say that all the time, pray, pray, pray. But I mean it because I'm hoping that prayer will become a lifestyle for you if it isn't already. And anytime you're making a large financial decision, or really any decision, I advocate for praying. You may have an idea of what you wanna do, but when you pray, you are engaging the creator of this universe, God, the, the all knowing God into the situation and he knows solutions that you don't know. You may think I have this, this is a piece of cake, but God can give you an idea to make it accelerate, to make it faster, to make it easier. So with every plan, and we're talking about student loans, start first with praying to God. You know, what could a prayer like that look like? It can be very simple, just Lord, I have these student loans. I didn't necessarily want student loans, but I'm thankful that they were there for me in the moment. Now, by your grace, is there a way that I can pay this off sooner than the 10 years? That's the prayer. That's an example of how simple it can be. Just engaging God to ask him, what can we do to accelerate this repayment strategies? I don't want to have to pay this over a 10 year period because again, look at what happened with us in the pandemic. A lot of these loans were frozen, you know, and luckily at this time, if you ha- through the programs right now, it did freeze in many cases, the interest, but not for all cases, depending on the top, type of student loan you have, those loans did not get a pause or they still were accruing interest. So again, if you had already paid off your student loans, you wouldn't have to worry about this, but because times are so unpredictable, that's why the sooner you can pay off the loans, the less you'll be susceptible to all these changes in the marketplace with the loans. So back to that first point, we want to pray, we want to ask for wisdom. That's the step number one. Step two for your repayment strategy is you want to write down your vision. And this really taps into a lift off your finances principle, which is to dream. I love dreaming because that's a God-given gift that we have to really just... Get out of just the what ifs and and the facts, but think about what is possible. I think that pleases God, because when you're dreaming, I think another way to say it is that you're activating your faith. You're releasing your faith to think about, Lord, what is possible here? And so the second step is to really write down your vision. We touched on this a little bit a moment ago in terms of saying, you know, what would it look like if I paid my loans off in five years rather than 10? Could I possibly pay him off in two years? You know, what, what would my life feel like if I did not have to pay this $400 a month on this student loan? What could I do with that money? And that's being conservative. What if you have a student loan, a payment of, of $1,000 a month? What would what what my life look like without this extra burden of $1,000 a month with the student loan? Write that vision down. Write down what that would feel like. You know, if you're in a situation where um, you're in default with the student loans, meaning that you're not making payments, but it's just sitting on your credit that you owe all these these debts to these student loan lenders, and they stay there forever, pretty much. I don't think they even come off with bankruptcy. What would my life look like if I didn't have this stain on my credit like that? How much easier would it be for me to qualify for the best interest rates if I didn't have this student loan just sitting there? Think about that. And I want you to write that down. And I also want you to write down the exact amount or amounts of the student loans. And what I mean by that is that oftentimes when you hear about large student loan numbers like someone owing $50,000 plus, it's not one loan, it's multiple student loans. And it can be very scary to look at that. So it's very important to write down exactly what the amount is. So, if it's $86,000, write that down. If it's $52,000, write that down. And specifically, if you're a person who has multiple student loans, write each loan amount down individually. Maybe the first loan is $3,175.29. Write that down. (laughs) Maybe the second one is $15,687.10. Write that down you get the point you want to write them each down in order because it's important to recognize what are we dealing with here put it before the Lord when we do this we're engaging a very key principle we're engaging Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 2 through 3 which is a spiritual principle where the Lord tells the people to write down the vision make it plainly upon tablets before you and then it goes on to say that the vision will come at the appointed time So I think that's a very important strategy to engage with these student loans and your repayment uh, strategy that you're developing. We wanna know what exactly are we tackling here? And it's important to write down the amounts from least to greatest if you have multiple uh, student loans for a reason, and that's gonna come later when we talk about using the snowball method, but we'll get to that in a second. The third tip is, this is another lift off your principal. When you're building your repayment strategy, you wanna look at your bottom line. Remember the bottom line, in this uh, context of lift off your finances, is to know the sum total of your housing and transportation costs, and that's it. It's very easy to calculate that number. That's basically your mortgage and your rent payment and any utilities. And in terms of transportation, is it, it's your car note and your insurance or whatever you're paying to get to and from work. Just, just that number. If you keep the bottom line in place, and on my website, myliftoff.net, I give you lots more details to help you calculate that number. If you know your bottom line, you can easily see anything that's not a bottom line expense is pretty much a flexible expense. You have to have housing and you have to have transportation. Those two things ensure your safety and they ensure your ability to continue producing wealth. So we have to be able to get to work it doesn't even matter if it's just a bus pass. It's a way to get to work. That's part of your bottom line cost. So we wanna make sure that we know the bottom line because when you have those costs calculated, that lets you look at the rest of your expenses as things that you can flex. Even those bottom line expenses you can flex because you temporarily take on um, a roommate. You know, let's say you're paying $2,200 a month to rent a two bedroom apartment. If you get a roommate, You can reduce those expenses to $1,100, and that frees up $1,100 in cash. Wow. Well, when you get that $1,100, don't run to the shopping mall (laughs) like I used to do. You want to use those $1,100 maybe to accelerate your debt payments. Maybe you want to put that extra $1,100 a month to the balance, the principal balance of your student loan. So that's why step three is so important with starting with your bottom line. Look at what are your core expenses, that's the bottom line expenses. Again, check out my website for more details on how to calculate that, it's super easy. And then you can see how much extra money do I currently have in my budget to even advance my student loan payments, okay? So the next tip is number five, I mentioned this. If for some reason your student loans are deferred, look and confirm that you're still not being charged interest. Again, not every loan in this country was exempt from interest um, accruals. There were only certain loans um, right now during the pandemic that qualified for that. So find out, is interest still being accrued on your loans? Well, you know what? If you can't afford to pay the full payment right now, could you at least pay the interest? They don't advertise that much, but you can still pay the interest. And even if you're, once we get out of the pandemic and the student loan programs pick up like they have before, assuming there won't be any changes. If you're a student and you're not being charged student loan debt, you still can pay the interest on those loans. That's a great tip. Number six is, if possible, avoid refinancing your loan through the loan company. I shared the reason why with my personal example. Um, It just extended the term. Well, it went from 10 years to 15 years. And again, at the end of 11 years of making payments for different reasons that I stated, I really hadn't made a dent into that loan at all. So I would say avoid refinancing your loan through a student loan company if at all possible because it's just stretching out the inevitable. It may feel good to have a lower payment in the moment, but overall it's just slowing down the whole process. And what we're talking about is how we can accelerate paying off those student loans. The next tip is one of my favorite. Tip number seven, maximize those windfalls. Again, this is a lift off your finances principle. A windfall, again, is any unexpected money that comes into your life. What are some practical examples? A tax refund. You don't know how much you're gonna get always in a tax refund, you can calculate that, but I've found that most people don't. So your tax refund, what if you get a bonus at work? What if you um, in, receive some money as a severance? A lot of people lost their job in a pandemic and received the severance payment. So all these things I consider to be windfalls because there's something that you weren't expecting, but there's just a a blessing, just a a burst of money, even if it's $500, $100. That windfall, you can use that to help advance your student loan payments. And again, you can look at my website, myliftoff.net to learn more about windfalls. And the more you get into the mindset of identifying windfalls, You'll be amazed at how much money comes your way that we just don't identify as windfalls and we just blow it like, oh, I got an extra 20 bucks. I'm going to go to Starbucks. But if you think of it as a windfall, you'll set the money aside and say, let me sit on this money at least 24 hours and assign a purpose to it. And really, that's all stewardship is. You're you're assigning a purpose for the money that you have coming into your household. So at the end of the month, you know, this is exactly where I told my money to go versus you getting to the end of the month and wondering where on earth did all my money go? <laughs> you know, you're directing your money. That's being a good steward, and that's what we wanna help you do with lift off your finances. The next tip is number eight. Carefully consider consolidation. You know, again, when you consolidate loans, this kind of goes along with refinancing. It stretches out the inevitable. There's different ways to do that. But again, you don't necessarily have to consolidate. But if you do, do it carefully. Um, I personally like what I mentioned earlier when I said to write down the individual loan amounts, smallest to greatest, and use the snowball method. This is a method that Dave Ramsey created where basically you're paying off the smallest loans and then going to the higher loans and the next loans. So I like the snowball method uh, with student loans too. It is possible to do that. The next thing is number nine. Consider picking up a side hustle. These days, you you don't have to physically work part time. You can start a business online. You can have some passive income that you can create and create that passive income with the sole purpose of helping accelerate the repayment of your student loans. That's an excellent idea, and you see all kinds of ideas for this in the media. And then number 10, this is so important, I want you to stay inspired. So this kind of ties to the first um, few tips about creating the vision and writing the vision down. Take the time, you know, periodically, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's once a month, to specifically read something that inspires you about how someone else quickly repaid their student loans. And when I say quickly, meaning that they paid them off before that 10-year time frame, which is the standard for student loan terms, look it up, I mean you can Google how have people paid off their student loans and really get some some really nice ideas about what people have done um, to stay motivated. Also read the word, listen to shows like this where you stay inspired about God. Remember one of the key words that we use about student loans was that all things are possible with Christ Jesus. That's so powerful. It gets us out of the mindset of saying that I'll never get out of these student loans. Everybody has them. It's just a nightmare to wait a minute. I'm a child of God. I've been empowered with his grace and his blessing and he will help me make a way to get out of these student loans. I'm gonna do my best to pay them, I'm gonna come up with a plan with his guidance, but I believe in God that this vision I have here to pay my student loans off faster than required is possible because God is possible. So with that said, we've come to the end of our program. I hope you'll check out my website, myliftoff.net to see a recap of these tips, to give you more information and details about it. I think you'll enjoy it. And as always, I want to say a prayer for us. And Lord Jesus, thank you for just hearing us. Thank you for being in this discussion. And you know our hearts. And I'm fully confident that you will help each and every one of us overcome student loan debts. And we thank you in advance for your guidance. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. And so with that said, we've come to the end of our program. I thank you so much for listening. I look forward to hearing your thoughts about student loans. Feel free to go to the website and Email me, contact me, and let me know your thoughts. But until then, I hope you have a blessed week, and I look forward to talking to you next time.